0: Hi, I am Tsing and this is the Parents in Tech Podcast. This month, we have a special collaboration series with Sleek, a one-stop shop for entrepreneurs to start and grow their businesses in Australia, Hong Kong, Singapore, and the UK. I speak to four parents in Sleek to find out how they create work-life integration and balance their career ambitions with family aspirations. In this episode, I speak with Pauline, head of FinTech and Sleep. Pauline is a proud and sometimes bullied mum to two boys and one girl, aged 13, 10, and 9. Hey Pauline, welcome to the Parents with Tech show. Super excited to have you on today. And to begin with, could you tell us a bit more about your family?
1: Uh, Yeah, hi Ching-En, and uh, really uh, excited to be here on your podcast. Um, So I um, I have a family of three. Uh, My kids are... uh, I have one teenager, 13 years old, uh, and the other two are 10 and 9 years old. So two boys and a girl. yeah, and it's it's a very interesting period uh, of their growing up right now. <laughs> it is. Yeah.
0: It is. We will jump right into that quickly. But uh, now that you have introduced your family, could you introduce yourself also on the work side mm. of
1: things? Okay. So um, so I'm Paulina. I'm, I head up the fintech and partnerships team, uh, in Slick. And um, at Slick, we we help entrepreneurs to uh, achieve their business ambitions by taking away the non or rather the essential, but uh non exciting stuff like copsec accounting and uh, with my team uh, it's also new bank so uh, so we help companies to set up their business account uh, right after they incorporate their companies and uh, so that's that's uh, me in sleek uh, prior to joining sleek i was about i would say 18 years uh, in the banking industry in the bank uh, also sub- helping smes and uh, the five years in the the last five years in banking before sleep was um, actually, as head of the FinLab, uh, which is the innovation lab that you will be set up together with uh, IPL or Infocom Investments Private Limited. Yeah. So, so it's it's been a super interesting journey from banking and then moving into fintech, uh, and now in a tech startup myself.
0: Wonderful! It's an incredible journey. But I gotta ask, right, as a mom of three kids. Well, now that they are grown up, I assume that it'll be slightly easier. (laughs) Please correct me if I'm wrong. But tell me what was the journey Uh, like right, to be mom of uh, three kids and maybe take me back to uh, when they were younger. What were some of the challenges you faced? uh,
1: Yeah, definitely. Actually, it's just a different kind of uh, challenge that parents have to step up to at different stages of the kids' life. So I remember when my kids were uh, super young, I would basically be uh, watching the clock and rushing home You know, at the end of the day, pick our traffic and everything just to be there as, as soon as possible to spend time with them, you know, cuddle them. Um, and then they would, they would still be needing milk throughout the night. So I think in the early years of my, of my banking, I mean, in the early years of my motherhood journey, which coincided with my time in banking, um, I literally lived with like less than four hours of uninterrupted sleep. So I became very, very used to that, and me and my friends, uh, we used to say, like, you know, mothers really can. We don't need too much sleep because we, we are so tuned to, like, sleeping three, four hours and then waking up to feed the the babies, and then after that we go back to sleep. So I think I really only had uninterrupted like six, six hours after I don't know, like the wilderness years of maybe, uh, maybe. F- I don't know. I can't even count because I I had my kids in quite close succession, so after my first there was a gap of three three years, and then after that my second and third came one year one after another. So probably like after five years or six years, then I I could really sleep properly. Yeah, yeah. So so very used to um optimizing uh myself in the day, and then optimizing my sleep also. Um yeah. So that was in the early days, and then uh as they grew up um. I think it was then the period of always falling sick. Uh, you know, because kids at a certain toddler age fall sick quite regularly. And, uh, we just have to cope with like bringing them to see the doctor and then, um, managing who is looking after them, uh, at home. And thankfully I have a great support from my parents, uh, in terms of child looking after the kids. And then now they are in a stage where they are finding their own identities. Uh, that's my teenage son. And then, uh, you know, my, my second and third uh, ones are um, actually getting into the world of YouTube. Um, yeah, YouTube and Roblox. So it's, it's also another challenge, I would say. I don't think it gets easier, to be frank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> speaking the truth, speaking yeah. the truth. A lot to unpack over there, but maybe mm-hmm. let me get back to the start when you said that, you know, you had to watch the clock, rush off, and then. Uh, there's a lot of things, I guess, after work that you just couldn't be present for. How did you manage that, right? Because there's almost this sense of, that's also probably when you are trying to build up your career. Um, You want to prove yourself. Yeah, was there any challenges, any stress around the fact that, let's say 5.30, 6 o'clock on the dot, you have to leave? uh, And and yeah, like it's hard for you to do any after work kind of socialization.
1: Mm. Yeah, so I think the... I mean, I always uh, don't think about the stress uh, because my, during school, one of my teachers taught me that stress is perceived. So as long as I don't perceive the stress, I don't have stress <laughs> according to her. Um, but so I don't really think about, you know, too much about it. I just uh, feel like that's what I need to do. And uh, I just brought myself every step, step by step, um, without thinking too much. But I think there's always this overwhelming uh, mummy's guilt. Uh, and unfortunately, I, 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 I don't think it applies only to me. Uh probably to every working mom out there, right? You have this mommy skill uh, of not being able to be there for your kids all the time. Um, and then as you rush home, uh, even every minute count. Even ten minutes late, you will, you will feel like oh, ten minutes less with the kids. Um, I think yeah. that's that's more of the feeling back then. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. true. That's so true. I think that's that's that real guilt um that, that is around there. And maybe also talk me through that support system that you had, right? I'm sure you you it was very hard to do this alone. So what what was your support system like? Um and how has that actually changed over the different phases as your children? Came
1: mm. up? Um yeah, so I'm very, very blessed to have my parents who are very energetic, um, looking after my kids. Uh but I, I, I think in society you still have certain perceived roles. Uh, there is a certain perceived role of a mom, um, which is the cost of the mummy skill. So no matter how great the support you have, personally and individually, you know you you always want to rise up to a certain level of giving in the family. Uh, which at this stage of my life, I feel like some of it is unfair uh, and not called for. But uh, I think maybe I can share later. But at this stage, yeah, I mean I'm just very blessed to have uh, such great uh, support, you know, from my from my parents, who are thankfully uh, willing and able to look after my kids uh, while we are at work,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think that's super important, right? Having uh, the help and support from the family, so that when you are at work, you are you are able to focus. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's dial a bit uh, back to also where you are currently in your role, right? So as as you moved away from the banking uh, kind of sector, even fintech, to join a startup, um, what were some of the considerations for that move
1: mm. so interestingly I was coming to uh, what probably people will call the midpoint of your career um, also called middle age uh, <laughs> so I, I never call it a crisis I always think it's the middle age fire because it's that uh, part of the your journey in your career that brings you to um, think about how far you have come and how you want to end the race so somebody ever told me that okay, you know how do you want to finish your marathon? Um, consider this point and make the move uh, at this stage of your marathon if you want to make a move. So that's when I really thought about what I want. Uh, and uh, my experience in FinLab kind of showed me uh, that I I really love working with the agile team. Um, you know, building a team and uh, kind of like. Trying to achieve goals that, uh, we have not done before, stuff that we have not done before. So I realized that one of the key things that I really enjoy was building. So when the opportunity came along in Slick, um, you know, in the form of building the FinTech business, uh, I felt like it was in line with how I would like to move in my career, uh, for the second half. At least the direction is where I want, um, which is why I made this, uh, bold and unusual move, I would say. Yeah.
0: That's wonderful, and and as you joined uh, a place like Sleek, I'm sure a big part of your considerations was what would culture be like. Uh, are there other parents, employees, or is it mostly uh, non-parents? Um, talk to me about some of those considerations you had, uh, and also what you felt after you now that now that you have joined the firm. Um, how would you describe the culture I would say specific to, to
1: parents? Yeah, I think uh yeah, definitely culture is one of the largest considerations. Uh and also I, I asked anybody that wants to join from a bank, you know, coming to a fintech company, uh the same things, right? So um I, I was just not sure how the pace would be um and also how things are being done. And I think this, when I join, um, it is validated that the pace is, uh, very fast. It's very intense. Um, things that needs to happen or can happen by the next day should happen by the next day and shouldn't be taking one week. So, uh, so that's the level of uh, intensity and agility that, that we have. And in terms of like decision making is also very fast. Uh, very often because of how flat, uh, we are, um, you know, the decisions lie with just a, uh, maybe two persons uh, or three persons, right? And therefore we can move quickly. Um, I would say there are some people, I mean, some misconceptions are like, oh, tech startups work very late. Um, but to be honest, I haven't really come across a tech startup that's working like 18 <laughs> hours uh, a day or, or something like that, right? I mean, in sleep, we're actually very balanced. So uh, when we work, it's very intense. Um, but off work, uh, we try not to bother one another. Uh, and and I think it's a certain respect of the personal time that each of us have. So that's something I've come to appreciate in Sleek. And, and you know, it's not how much time you spend, it's really about the output uh, that you produce during the hours that you're supposed to be working. Yeah, that's that's the culture bit, I would say
0: nice yeah very much about the the outcome oriented approach less about facetime or you know having to to be there so that other people show face uh, can, can yeah. See. okay yeah exactly <laughs> can, 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 can yeah. okay okay got it got it okay okay that's that's wonderful and also pauline i noticed also outside of work you're quite actively engaged right so for example um, in the singapore fintech association you are also leading uh, a team over there Tell me a bit more about the involvement in in, in
1: that. Uh, okay, that was an interesting one because um, I I uh, was in the first elected exco of Singapore FinTech Association, um, couple of years back, and uh, and then because I think there were just two women in the whole exco, so um, it was either me or my. <laughs> My fellow exco member, uh, to lead the women in fintech subcommittee, uh, so I I I led the women in fintech subcommittee. I must say back then, um, it was actually a gender that was relatively new to me, um, and I actually took time to understand what does it mean to, to stand for women, uh, in the working world, um, and I would I would say over the years, uh, I came to see some of the nuances and some of the the challenges that women in leadership position face uh and and right now i'm i'm uh, i'm a strong advocate for women to step up to leadership and for for support for these women uh to be better understood and uh, also to be uh better accepted i would say yeah
0: yeah wonderful so what does it mean for women to to be supported and to step up what was uh, your takeaways yeah
1: I, I talked about the traditional roles that uh, you know generally society expects right I mean um, and and you need to be have a to to support your family well and at work uh, you know whatever roles you're in uh, you are supposed to also of course deliver as a I mean as a person working and having responsibilities everybody wants to deliver but I think the balance uh it's very much uh, overweight for a woman to have to, you know, balance all these roles. And it's, it's actually quite uneven uh, between the men and the women uh, in terms of their roles at home. Um, so I think men also has it hard to be fair because it's very different kind of expectation. And I don't think it has to be that way. Uh, but so far, society still, has, still is instilling these kind of messages. You can see in the children's books, right? Or how do you know your mommy loves you? Oh, my mommy sows, my mommy cooks, my mommy bathes me. But does it really show love? I mean, what if I don't do all of this? Does not mean I don't love my kids? No, right? So um so I think there's something very wrong in terms of how we uh, perceive parenting should be. Um and then for women at work, I think one of the 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 challenge is both for women ourselves to to believe that we can step up and we can do it. Um, a lot of women do not even want to because they just feel like I, I'm supposed to be with my family. I'm supposed to prioritize my family and my kids. Um, but there could be an opportunity for them to step up, and they did not want to go there or push themselves there. And that that's one side. And on the other side, I think because of the because the majority of the of the leadership in many companies are men, so the men dominates what being a good leader means or what being a you know, a great uh, employee or great management person means, right? But that's not correct, right? Because men and women are different and how we lead and how we um, show what we can do is different. I think women bring a certain emotional, I would say, vulnerability and also a certain empathy uh, to the table. Uh, and actually, that's something very valuable in today's working culture, right? I mean, um, with all the talk on, you know, quiet quitting, resolution everything this empathy is actually very critical but i think people are not realizing it uh because we are still the minority so our brand of leadership is not as appreciated and sometimes uh, women leaders are often misunderstood to be weak or to be too emotional uh what you probably hear is that why are you so emotional like oh, why, why 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 do you take it so personally you're not being objective but actually it's- I don't think those are very objective statements in the first place because the perception is largely dominated by men. Uh, so that's where that's 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 what I mean. I mean that's just another aspect of uh one of the challenges that we have to overcome. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's incredible that you have gone through this before. And now you are finding the platform to 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 benefit others, also, right? Um one thing I want to also find out is uh, helping your kids navigate the transition from uh, childhood to adolescence to teenagers. Maybe let's start off first with the challenges you face, and then let's talk about what are some things that you have learned, you have tried, and sort of what. You're talking
1: about my teenager, right? <laughs> yes, I am. I am. Oh, I, am. I, I I'm, unfortunately, I don't have all the answers, but, uh, I, I'm actually learning still because he, he only he abruptly became a teenager last late last year and it was a shock to me i had to adjust uh, as well and um, right now i think it's just about me being there for him uh, even if it's just alongside him and uh, i have to really let go and let him do his thing let him discover let him have his own voice and not be too intrusive so i i, I try not to say like hey, you should you know i think it's better to uh, be available for him at any time he wants to speak, uh, and for him to feel comfortable telling me anything and everything. Even if it's something that shocks my system, uh, I need to just be there, uh, because that's where the bond is built. And, um, I think it's a matter of, you know, then holding out <laughs> until he, he, he kind of is a bit more mature and trusts me uh, a little more but it, it is a it is a hard line to balance because you also need to still enforce certain uh values and certain discipline uh so that you will not go too astray. Lah. yeah, so it's a it's 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 a balancing at every day there's no like 12 steps or three you know three uh three tips kind of thing. you just have to assess yeah because every kid is different yeah
0: So now leader right? now coming back to the workplace, I uh, would love to hear in terms of. Um, what are some of the um the ways right that you have interacted, you've supported, um, or parents within Sleek have supported each other. Um, I think that's something that I I'm always curious about. Um, anything that surprised you since since you joined, or anything that you found quite enjoyable and pleasant?
1: Mm, I actually I feel um being a parent it's um uh, also like a invisible uh, it's like an unspoken thing, right? I mean, the moment you know somebody has uh, kids, you you kind of know that you have been through uh, a similar journey. Um, so so I would say that there is a certain understanding of one another. Uh, when we when we um, know who our parents and uh, whenever there is a need to to be engaged or committed uh, for the family, I think there is a understanding of what needs to be done. At the same time, uh, I actually have one or two colleagues that have uh, kids that have grown up. Uh, and I, I, uh, am actually looking to learn. Um, so, so the, uh, one of my colleagues, uh, who is the Singapore country, he, he has kids grown up, you know, doing well. And I'm like, can you just tell me your secret? Because the tiger mom in me will, will come out like, Hey, I want to know how to make my kids interested to study. So they would, you know, like focus and then they will do, do well in life. So I, uh, there is that, that sharing that we have sometimes in casual, uh, meetups. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. That's so fun. I think that's, it's nice to have this kind of support community, uh, within the company. And that's something that, um, I think it's, it's super valuable for, for parents, right? Especially as you, you think about it. Now, Pauline, I also know that, uh, you take part in a few of the CSR programs. You do active volunteering. First, I want to hear a bit more about that. Then, I want to hear also how you balance all of that, right? Uh, you are a mom, you are a executive, uh, you are a um, leader at the fintech association, and of course, you have your volunteering and CSR. So, let's come to the first question. Like, tell us a bit more about what are some of the uh, activities, experiences, initiatives that you are involved mm.
1: in. I mean, uh, for I mean, Slick sleep does run uh, the CSR uh, activities. And uh, the last one was uh, where we were working with um I would say, I'm trying to put it in the correct way. <laughs> um I would say the the basically the disabled uh, and and they needed help in terms of setting up or learning how to run their business. so uh, so um, my team and I volunteered for that uh, because I think it is basically just doing what we can and giving back. Um, there is this notion that you know whichever business you are in. Um, your success is also partly uh, derived from the people that have used your services, and the the and your and the society, right? Um, you wouldn't grow as a business unless people have taken your services. Um, and now that we have grown, uh, I think it's good to give back to the people that help you to succeed as a company. So that's that's uh, I think it's meaningful. And, uh, the, the process of, you know, us putting together the, some slides, share with them. Okay. This is, uh, these are the tools that you can use to create your marketing content, to post on social media. You know, these are the considerations when you, uh, decide how you want to price your product. Uh, so, so me and my interns, actually my interns did quite a lot of research and, you know, we put together the slides and then we shared the Rainbow Center and the, the participants and we, and hopefully this will help not just the, Few families that we spoke to but also uh, more families in time to come that goes through that sector and wants to um, do a small business so that they can be self-sustaining uh, i mean they can have an income for themselves and can look after themselves so i think that's 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 very meaningful i mean we are basically equipping them to fish yeah, yeah. yes
0: I think that that's very powerful right? because it's also not just about giving that one of yeah. help, but it's also about figuring out what are ways um, to make this work uh, in the in the long mm. run. Okay, so now onto the <coughs> next part, right? Which is you have an incredible set of uh, uh, responsibilities and commitments and and places where you you devote yourself to. Tell me a bit more about how time management, <laughs> energy management
1: looks like for you. Yeah. So I, um people have asked me before, hey, how do you manage? And uh, I I simply don't manage. I don't really manage it. Uh, I'm for. (laughs) That's the truth. Um, I, I mean, I think I'm blessed with having a lot of energy. Um, I mean, so I think all of us we 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 have certain inherent strengths and you know certain gifts, right? And it is about discovering who you are and what motivates you, what makes you wake up of jump out of bed in the day and sleep at night. Um, for me, I I uh you know the the things that I put myself to are the things that uh, I do enjoy. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't believe in you know spending, wasting time if it's not of meaning to you. So um, I've found myself in certain things and places, um, and I derive meaning from those activities. Uh, and because there's meaning, it's not a chore. It's not so difficult, and I don't find myself having to manage it. Uh, but at the same time, I also recognise that. I do have quite a lot of energy to give, uh, so so I I'm happy to expand the energy this way. Um, yeah, but but the, the the downside of it could be uh, overextension of myself. So um, so I think you know I, as I age and as I grow older, um, I also wanna be a little more deliberate and focused in terms of uh, where I put my time and energy. And, you know, it's, there was this, uh, story about the glass balls and the rubber balls, right? Um, I'm actually, you know, dropping some of the, or rather, I'm actually converting some of what I think are glass balls into rubber balls, uh, and letting them drop. If, if it, if it breaks, it breaks. La. I mean, I think we, we have to kind of like focus and prioritize, you know, as, as the days go, um, because time is precious and, and, you know, it's really about, yeah, making the most, that's meaningful to you, yeah. So I don't really have Absolutely. a model answer. <laughs> it's all right. That's, uh,
0: that's the real, that's the realness of it, right? Thank you for being candid.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. there's no secret there, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: This has been a really interesting conversation, Pauline. To kind of wrap up our time today, if there's one piece of advice you would give parents in tech, mm. what would it be?
1: Mm, I would say, um, mm. see the, the, the journey of being in the tech ecosystem uh, as something that is also going to be uh, helping you to grow uh, as a parent. So it's actually quite synergistic because uh, our kids are growing up in, a, in the same space, right? And whatever we are doing, creating, building in the tech space is going to be the world that they're going to inhabit. Um, it is good and actually it ties in, right? You're building a world for them uh, in a sense. And it's something that uh, because there's so much changes, you know, in the industry every day, it's changing very fast. Uh, so we get to be part of that change and we get to witness uh, what's coming, uh, all the new technologies that's coming. Um, You know, we, we are there and I think it helps us to also be able to link to our kids' world, uh, the world that they are growing up now, like all the YouTubing, all the uh, metaverse uh, stuff that they are in, right? Um, So so for me, I I, I welcome, I mean, I, I tried playing Roblox before. I wasn't good at it, uh, but I just wanted to be part of that world. But actually if you think about it uh, my world at work and their world is not too far apart so so i i see this as a as an interesting journey uh and synergistic yeah and that's how i'm embracing it yeah
0: wonderful i love how involved how hands-on you are in this process but i only
1: played sure. roblox once i give up <laughs> it's super tough.
0: that's better than me i haven't even tried <laughs> <laughs> Um, well Pauline thank you so much for joining uh, me today on the show it's my pleasure uh, some of our parent audience want to connect with you how can they best do so far? Ah,
1: they can find me easily on LinkedIn so um, just search for Pauline Sim yeah and, and I'm happy to connect with uh, parents and support one another and share more stories
0: sounds good well once again thank you so much for taking time off and we'll see you around
1: thank you thanks Yingan. You.
0: Thanks for listening to the Parents in Tech podcast with me, your host, Tsingen. We hope you were inspired on how to raise kids and build companies. To catch up on earlier episodes or stay updated with upcoming ones, head over to www.parents.fm to join our community of Parents in Tech. There, you can also drop me a question, idea, feedback, or suggestion. Once again, The website is www.parents.fm. That's all for this episode, folks. See you next time.